I do believe that we are our, our own worst enemies if we allow ourselves to be. We just have to sit back, take a deep breath and say, okay, let's really think this out. Mm-hmm. Are my expectations, expectations. Yeah. on this true expectation? Yeah. Hey, y'all. I'm Rhonda from RK3 Designs, and I am so excited to welcome you to the Pro Artisan Podcast. This is a space for artists and professionals to discuss matters of both business and the heart. Hey guys, this is Rhonda Draculis with RK3 Designs. And today I have my special guest again, Emily. And we are going to kind of dive into some uh, really deep subject, talking about fears and lack of, or I guess in the case too much of yeah (laughs) yeah so this is saturday morning uh we are practicing our social distancing Mm -hmm. here and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in our country right now and maybe our perspectives Mm. of things that are going on you know so anyway i'm going to turn it over to her she's got some really good questions so we'll just thanks proceed (laughs) well i think to kind of set this this whole episode up, let's dive into your motto and what that means to you and kind of where that all, how, how that came to be. Oh, how it came to be. How, how, okay, yeah. that was really funny. You were here when it happened. I was. Yeah, we yeah. were. Yeah, we yeah. were actually shooting video. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't remember, I was stumbling and I just couldn't get, I don't know, I couldn't get it. And then you just asked me, what are you scared of? Or what are you trying yeah. to tell your people, yeah. you know? And I said, I don't know. Tell them not to be scared. Move forward and be creative. And her <laughs> eyes, your eyes. I remember how big your eyes got. It and you was were like, like a light bulb went off over your head as you were saying it. And it was just. Yeah. And then the, and, and I guess that's that's exactly how it came to be, because all the classes that we teach and all the YouTube video comments that I get so many, not all, but so many people mm-hmm. reach out to me and they're like. I finally did it. I wasn't scared. I just moved forward and I just did it. Mm-hmm. Those three things are so related to so much that we do either, mm-hmm. you know, both in my epoxy business, but also in life. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I just, man, I just took that and ran with it. So are y'all took it <laughs> yeah. and ran with yeah. it? <laughs> so both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like I said, it kind of it definitely felt like this light bulb when you said it like that. And it was just you were so determined, like, this is what they need to do. And I feel like, like you said, there are a lot of people that have said, you know, I've just tried it. I've just gone for it. And it was great. And so having someone, even it just takes one person in someone's life to tell them, don't be scared, move Mm -hmm. forward, do it. And so I got goosebumps when you first said that, when I asked where, you know, what do you want them to not be scared of when you just, it just, you just said it and it sounded so perfect. I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly how I feel like your your goal with this is with rk3 and and now with the online classes because you don't you don't want people to be scared of being able to take control of their own life and do what they want to do in life and Mm -hmm. so it just and that's what it that's what it i guess the the first part of that don't be scared that's exactly what i mean yeah don't don't be scared um i mean i know scared wears a lot of different faces you know there's being scared physically that you're going to be hurt and then there's scared mentally Mm -hmm. and obviously i'm not talking about the the part about being hurt physically you know but being scared mentally can 
stop you in your tracks. Oh yeah. And, um, and, and, and that comes, you know, what do you, and I mean, without sounding like over, overconfident, cause I'm not an overconfident person. I do have a lot of insecurities. I just don't let people see them. Yeah. But, um, being, you know, there's, there's things that I'm scared about and it's, it's things cause I'm a control freak mm. and it's things that I can, I know I can't control. Right. Sometimes I get, I get scared. Yeah. But, um, just, it, it, and I always go back to this, this thing about rodeo and it, and being scared to do something. I remember the first time I, I rode this one horse that we raised and I started really running her competitively and she was so incredibly fast. I mean, just mm -hmm. like scary fast. And she was so aggressive and, and hard to ride. And I remember coming out of the alley and that first barrel, I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Between here and that first barrel, my <laughs> life is going to end. And just the rush. Yeah. When she turned that in barrel, that barrel and hailed it and took her off to the next barrel. I mean, it was just such a rush that for one, I didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for two, just that I, I worked through my fear. I mean, mm -hmm. I... I faced it and I just yeah. went through it. And that was a physical fear. Right. <laughs> also yeah, a mental, just a mental, mental. fear. <laughs> but it, I mean, and it's the same thing. When, when you're scared to do something, whether it be stand up in front of people and talk, mm -hmm. I know people that, that are literally crippled about knowing they have to stand up in mm -hmm. front of somebody and talk. And yeah. that to me, I've never had that fear. You know, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> I've, I've never, never had a fear of speaking in front of people but I understand how some people do have that fear. Right. And unless you face it, you know, I remember someone told me, they said, just pretend they're all naked, yeah. you know, and then you, yeah. you kind of get an attitude yeah. like, well, well, I don't know if I really want to see that either. Yeah. But um, yeah, keep yourself from laughing the whole time. Yeah. But if you if you just take your mind to a different place, just right. like when you're getting ready to run at a rodeo, you just you have to physically learn to take your mind yeah. to another place. For me, it's. Everyone has a fear or an insecurity. Everyone does. If you're a human being, something, even if it's not consistent, something will cause some either temporary anxiety or, you mm -hmm. know, or some type of fear. And so if you just remember that, that maybe, you know, standing up in front of a crowd isn't making, you know, making them anxious or causing any fear, but something does. And that's what those what, people think about you, maybe. What we all, yeah. that's something we all have in common. And mm -hmm. so, you know, if you don't want to picture, Everybody naked. Think of that. Think yeah. of ev everyone has someone, something that makes them fearful. I think each of us need to find a solution or what, how we handle it. You know, mm -hmm. me, when I get really to the point where I'm really scared or I'm just, I'm, I'm psyching myself up. Mm -hmm. I just physically have to make myself think I'm at another place or I'm, I'm or I actually what really got me through with the rodeo stuff is that I physically saw me doing what it was mm. that I was fixing to do. I, I, I visualized, I, your I visualized goal. it yep. as if to the point where I move my hands or I move my body. I mean, so yeah. much so that I physically saw myself doing what I was fixing to do and I was doing it correctly. And, and I was being, I was preparing myself. Yeah. And I think a lot of fear comes from the lack of preparation yep you know if you're not prepared if you not, have not prepared yourself uh, either for a speech 
or for if I don't prepare myself for a video. And you know, sometimes when y'all come in and I haven't really prepared myself, I'm a scatterbrain. And and, and it's bit. hard for me. <laughs> it's hard for me to get flowing. But when y'all walk in here and I have everything ready to go, I've run it through my mind, what we're going to do, it's flawless. Yeah. And my whole attitude yeah. has changed as well. And, you know, the worst thing in the world is to get somewhere and not be prepared and mm -hmm. try to prepare it as you're walking in. I tell the yeah. kids that I coach all the time, we're at a rodeo right now. This is not time to practice. Yeah. That, you know, your, your preparedness and your practice was long ago. Yeah. Now it's time to step up. Yeah. And and do what you have prepared your body and your horse and your mind to do. Same yeah. thing with epoxy. When let's take it and put it into a scenario with a customer. When I get ready to pour that customer's countertop, I've prepared myself. I've done their sample boards. I've done my homework. I've spoken with the customer mm -hmm. several times. I have my colors down. I am very confident going into doing a finish for them that they're paying me money for. And I take that very seriously when someone pays me money to do something. I am so prepared that that's where I draw my confidence from. Yeah. If I had never done a sample board, if I was, I halfway took notes when I sat down and talked to them yeah. and I really wasn't sure what they wanted, that's anxiety on me because mm -hmm. I have not prepared. I have not done my homework. When I get ready to have a class, I know I'm going to have 25 people in here to come learn from me because I told them I was the expert in this. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not prepared to give them that, shame yeah. on me. Yeah. And um, so that I take so, Kenny and I both. Yeah. Well, and you, you're you part of my team. Yeah. You see what goes on in the background to get ready for yeah. these classes. When you prepare and like even just having, you know, the paperwork that you give them at the end and things like mm -hmm. that, when things are prepared and they see that you've taken the time to really put your all into providing the best experience possible mm -hmm. for them. Yeah, that that goes a yeah. long way. And I think also people tend to feel that if they are doing doing something that they have a natural draw to, natural mm -hmm. talent, natural skill, there's this false expectation that there's not going to be fear involved. Or practice. And challenges. And, you know, yes. it, it's you can still you can be doing the thing that you love and still be terrified of it. Well, yeah, I, I danced for 10 years and I loved it. Never failed. And every time there was a recital, I'm scared shitless. Yeah. Because yeah. it's still there's some part of it that's going to challenge you. And for me, yes, I love dancing, but I also am not an extrovert with a bunch of people I don't know. But what so happened? there's going to be aspects. How did you feel? I once you my danced and right. forgot anybody was there. Right. But then know? once you walked off that stage and you yeah. did it, was there such an overwhelming feeling of accomplishment? Completely. That's yep. why we because do what you we acknowledge do. Yeah. A huge part of you feeling gratitude and feeling accomplished in what you do is acknowledging that there's going to be some fear involved. Because then you realize, I conquered that fear. Yes. And it's going to be 10 times more sweet when you are right. at the finish right. line. When I see a customer walk in and and look at their piece or we deliver it, and they're like, oh, my God. And it's twice as much than what they expected mm -hmm. because I always under-promise and over-deliver. Yeah. It, that feeling. Yeah. 
when I see them react yeah. is amazing. When I see some of these kids that I take that were struggling to get together with a horse or struggling to do this or do that, and they hit that goal, and I, I see them proud of themselves, right. that is so beneficial for yeah. me. When I see my class and I see people walk in and they're very shy and they have no idea what to expect or they mm -hmm. have no idea that they can create these finishes in the back which were all created mm -hmm. by, students. by students every yeah. single one of these yeah. were created by students who never touched epoxy and thought they had no creativity yeah and when they create some of these boards and some of these big group boards that we do and i see that light on their yeah. face i'm like see i told yeah. you you conquered yeah. that oh my gosh i'm scared yeah and that that right there is Man, that's that's a feeling that is so cool. Yeah. But, so that's what I yeah. mean about you know, don't be scared. So say we've we've conquered the the don't be scared part, or we have acknowledged that there may be an aspect that will make us scared. How do we move forward through that? Besides visualizing our steps and what we need to go through, is that kind of yeah? What you, you need visualize, to focus on? That's, you just, that's your moving forward is is literally focusing on the steps you need to take to yep, move forward. Focus. You have to have a goal though. Yeah. You can't visualize something if you don't have a goal yeah. to visualize. So there we go. We're going to go back to our goals. Yeah. You know, when if you're if you're scared to death to create something or scared to go out and get a customer. Well, if you don't have a goal in mind, why you're getting that customer? Yeah. Or why you're building this business or why you're mm -hmm. ordering your first kit of epoxy. Yeah. If you don't have a reason. Then why do it there? You know. If, if you don't have a reason to go get on that dance floor and do uh -huh. your dance, if if I didn't have a reason when I stepped yeah. up on that horse, you've got your reasons got to be bigger than your fear. Yeah. Your why is what motivates you yeah. to push yeah. through that. So there we yeah. go. We're always going back to goals and yeah. reasons why you're doing something. So I just, you know, move forward. Don't ever stop. It, it's when you stop that you allow fear to grab hold of you. So mm -hmm. don't stop. It, move forward no matter what you're doing no matter if it's right or wrong just yeah. go forward yeah and and if it's wrong well that's okay now you know that's wrong right find another way to do it i'm a firm believer in the saying that you know there's there aren't failures because you learn from something not working out so exactly. that's a success you've learned what not to do so yep. you've tried something and okay that wasn't successful success is different for every single person exactly there's not one thing that says okay this is success yeah but Kenny and I have had so many businesses, and some of them were total flops. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. Like, <laughs> like we were like, what the hell were we thinking about that one? But yeah. then there's businesses that were super successful. Mm -hmm. and Which were both, probably successful because you've learned from past experiences right. what not to do, which yeah. means that, quote, failure ended right. up turning into a success. But we didn't stop. Yeah, we didn't stop. We 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 sometimes we had to stop and catch our breath a little yeah. bit because we had it knocked out of us. Yeah, and it's fine to stop and regroup. Yep, and we regrouped yeah. and we said, okay, let's do it again or mm -hmm. do something different, but let's not stop. Right. So and that's stopping what I mean by falling is yeah. totally different from stopping and letting yourself be defeated. Let's take that even to a very small example. Mm -hmm. Working on a sample board. Okay, how many times have you seen me in class, someone will get to a part in their board and they're like, oh, I hate this. This is terrible. I messed it up. 
Well, no. Let, let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Tell me, you got to have something in that sample board that you like. Okay. I like that right there. You know, <laughs> I hate the rest of it, but yeah. I like that right there. Okay. Let's build upon that right there. And I'll show them that with epoxy, there's so many things that you can do to fix it. And it's so funny. I can take epoxy and apply it to life. <laughs> <But> <laughs> because, okay, so let's fix this finish that you had a vision for. It's not quite turning out to be that vision, but let's add a few things. Let's do a few things. Let's change a few things. And now we have a beautiful board. Is it the exact vision that you had when you started? No. But is it gorgeous now? Yes. Just like in life. When you yeah. start something, it may, yeah. it, it, your vision, this business, it is blown up way more than I visually thought in my head it was going to be. But look mm -hmm. how much better it is. Look yeah. what we're doing right now. Yeah. If you'd have told me two years ago I'd be sitting here doing a podcast, I'd have told you you're smoking crack. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I wouldn't, me? I don't even listen to those things. I'm like, ugh. You did, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then, yeah. um, and now that I do listen to podcasts, a lot of them, mm -hmm. I see that, wow, what a tool I mean, if, if no one listens to this podcast but one person and that one person gets inspired, I was moving forward and I accomplished yeah. my goal. I think so many people think that if the road changes from what they thought they needed to take to get somewhere, that it's, it's the wrong road. It, it's the wrong road. Yeah. And it's not going to work out. And the end result is not going to be something good. Right. Expectations can ruin anything. Yeah. The wrong expectations. The ro setting the wrong yeah. expectations. Yeah. I think there it's. Instead of saying, oh, we've, you know, we've set expectations. These are my expectations. If you focus on this is my goal. Right. That's the key. Yeah. Because then you're open to whatever it is that takes you to that goal. Whereas yeah. when you set an expectation, right. like a student with a board, oh, I expected it to look like this. I expected right. that. Then you're thinking in your mind, there's one way to get there. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with that. But if a customer tells me they expect their finish mm. to look like this. Yeah. Okay, well, first of all, it's not going to look exactly like that yeah. because epoxy has a life of its own. Mm -hmm. But going back to being prepared, I will prepare myself. I will practice until I know that I can give them their expectations. If I know I can't create their expectations, I don't take the job, period. Yeah. I, I, I don't take the job. So we go back to preparedness. But the fact is I never stopped. I right. came, if I didn't think I could do it, right. I don't let them know I can't do it. Yeah. Unless I absolutely know, then I'll tell them no. But many times I'm like, yeah, let me see about that. And then I come in and do sample boards. And mm -hmm. do we have, epic, just like we did, remember a while ago when I said, oh, this lady yeah. just emailed me. I got to see if I can figure out something. Yeah. And we did. We nailed it. So now I'm going to do a video. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so, um, But I mean, that's it. Just, just keep moving forward. Don't stop. Don't let your feet you know, get planted and grow roots. There's that saying, you are your own worst enemy and biggest doubter. Um, what, what is your take on on that saying? On my own, yeah, I, I probably am. Um, I'm a perfectionist on certain things. Certain things mm -hmm. don't bother me. Um, but some things, really, I'm, I put too much pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. And um, I used to put a lot of pressure on Kenny and then I had our pastor sit me down one time when we were talking and he said that sometimes problems 
with people, like if I have a problem with someone or there's a friction, it's because I'm putting expectations on someone else to give me the outcome that I want. Mm. Well, that's not fair. No. You know, that's not fair that I I put expectations on Kenny to make me happy. That is nobody's job right. to make me happy. But, but me. your own. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, he can compliment me. And just like him, I, I, I mean, he can't expect me just to make him him happy if he's not happy with himself. I mean, you got to right. be happy with yourself right. first. If you are so unhappy with yourself, mm-hmm. you're not going to recognize when other people are trying to make you happy. Well, they can't. No, right. they can't make you happy. They can't make you happy, but it, you won't recognize their effort. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. To make you happy. If And talk about being your own worst enemy with um, as far as like business. How many times have I said something when we talk, when when we all sit down and have a meeting? Oh, that won't work. Or <laughs> I don't think I can do that. And it's always expectations that I yeah. don't think I can achieve. And, and y'all are like, wait a minute, you know, let's look at the facts here. Yeah. Why can't you achieve that? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just can't because this little head, this little thing in my head <laughs> says I can't do it. Well, I can because first I've surrounded myself with people that work together as a team and we are moving forward. So um, I I think that like Kenny, he, he beats himself up a lot of time when he's building things mm-hmm. because if it's not perfect you know he's like ah, you know, yeah. he gets mad but yeah. i do believe that we are our our own worst enemies if we allow ourselves to be yes yeah so yeah. we just have to sit back take a deep breath and say okay let's really think this out yeah. are my expectations, expectations. Yeah. on this true expectations yeah so are they yeah. just unrealistic Unreal. demands i'm putting on myself other than fear what else tries to tear you down mentally? Or what else do you have to fight against? Feeling guilty. And I do. I let the stupidest things make me feel guilty. And I know, um, I mean, in, in the way I believe is guilt is not from the Lord. It's mm-hmm. from the devil. <laughs> and I do believe that. I often find myself feeling guilty if I didn't work. Ah. Yeah. And if I'm not moving forward and I'm being idle, I get overwhelmed with guilt sometimes. If it's rainy and it's cold and I just decide I'm not going to do something for the day, I almost cannot enjoy my day because I have this little thing on my shoulder going, you ought to be doing something. You know, I just want to cut its throat. Yeah. (laughs) But I I do. And I, I have to make myself and I've learned and I'm not and I'm really not ashamed to say this but I do I do have anxiety um and I I do take medication for that and I can tell that if I don't take it I I get very much guilt and anxiety mm-hmm. kind of not bad and just you just don't have a sense in, of peace yeah and mm-hmm. so I feel sometimes um I don't know how to relax when we sit down and watch a movie. If I shut my brain down long enough to watch a movie, I'm going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. If I had a nickel for every movie I started and didn't finish, <laughs> I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> but when my body, when my brain just starts going, it can't stop. If I, if I can, now I can go to sleep. I have no problem going to sleep at night, 
I have problems staying asleep because if anything wakes me up, noise, I have an idea or a dream or something wakes me up, my mind immediately like, kicks let's in. Let's get on it. Let's yeah. get it going. It, it's yeah. time to go. I mean, I'll yeah. come out here at the shop at two or three o'clock in the morning and poured some sample boards oh. because my mind is like, oh, I can do, do this. this. I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. Um, it takes the be creative a little too literal sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that it be does. creative now. Yeah, now, right the second. <laughs> 4 a.m. I, I struggle with downtime mm. and that's affected family time because I I need to just sit around and watch TV with the family or play a game or I'm horrible at games because my mind the whole time mm-hmm. I'm thinking when I get my nails done mm-hmm. oh my gosh I'm like <laughs> you hurry <laughs> I've got 14 things I have to get done in the next hour I do not have time to sit here yeah and but that's the way I think yeah you know and that and I shouldn't that's not right I take homework and get a pedicure you know who does that. Yeah. I mean, here I am on my computer when I'm getting my feet done, when I'm supposed to be relaxing. And yeah. I'm like, okay, this is so stupid. I have just, I've got to go out drinking so much caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> Something's yeah, got to yeah. get. Unless, now I tell you when I really could relax is when, like we'd go to a rodeo or something and, and we'd be gone for a week or two. Mm. In between, like we'd get to rodeo and we still had eight hours before it started. What could I do? Yeah. Sit in the horse trailer and go to sleep and watch TV. That was actually, even though we were so when on you're the road. you're not surrounded by other things. Yeah. If I'm in a hotel. Yeah. In a town where I don't know, best time to get my relaxing. Yeah. Because I, I can't go feed the horses. I can't clean a stall. I can't go in the shop. Right. I can't, you know, do something. Right. Whatever. Well, it's like, so my, I'm a firm believer in the love languages and my mm-hmm. love language is quality time. And it's funny because for a while in, um, the beginning when we first had kids, my husband would, you know, try to take the kids somewhere, but then I'd be at home and there's stuff to do at home. Yeah. There's dishes to wash. There's laundry to do. And that, so that's what I would be doing. And then I didn't get my, you know, quality time isn't just with other people. It's also alone time for Mm me. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't get that Mm -hmm. because there were things to do. So for me to be able to get that quality time i have to be pushed out of the house i have been listening you have to be separated you from have to be mindful and you have to make yeah. time for yourself and i have been listening to a lot of podcasts and i wish i could think off the top of my head some of the ones i've been listening to but uh talk about organize your day mm. if you don't if you're like me and, and you're structured if you don't set si- set aside time for you and i don't mean mm-hmm. half the day or maybe i do mean half the day yeah. it's everybody's there depends you imagine? on the season of life you're in <laughs> yeah i couldn't imagine taking half of a day off just to pamper myself i would if if i can just say okay even little things okay so my time in the morning is when i get my cup of coffee and i sit down and me and all five dogs share graham crackers yeah i know i'm pathetic no but (laughs) that is my time for me yeah and uh, i have a little devotional and i'll read a devotional and i'll just kind of think about it i'd like to say i i read but in the morning my brain's going so fast i can't pay attention to read i read well at night or i read well if i'm somewhere where i you know can't do anything else but um but that's my time and and i'm okay with that I'll try to come out and exercise it, you know, with ride the bike. I've been having a lot of back issues here again. So that's kind of been pushed to the back for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, even that, on my bike, on my Peloton, I'll set the timer. I'll do a 45-minute class. And 
it's so hard for me to get past that class, not because I'm dying. Well, I am dying, <laughs> but <laughs> besides that point, I'm, um, the time that you I'm feel like looking, is being taken away from yeah, I'm something like, else. Okay. Yeah. Well, as soon as this class is over, yeah. I'm going to go do this, 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 and this. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I doing that? Yeah. You know, if I can't to... take a time, if I can't take an hour out of my time mm-hmm. to do something for me that is physically going to help me and be good for me, I got a problem. And, yeah. and so I struggle every single day, every day with my time, making time for me and um, not feeling guilty about the time when I do. Yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with that, with valuing themselves and putting, putting time into themselves mm-hmm. and seeing that, you know, that's not, you have to invest in yourself Yeah, <laughs> just because you're, you know, you're yeah. putting time into taking care of your family or that's not taking care of you. And I'm not trying to discount those people that, I mean, I'm able to to, to set my schedule mm-hmm. because of what I do. Right. Because I promise you, I may take an hour out in the morning, but there's times I work two or three o'clock in the morning. Right. You know, out here. Now, I understand there's people that have a nine to five. Right. And God bless them. I know they work hard because I don't see how some people can go to work and then come home and take care of the kids and do this. And, what you know, I mean, that... There's mm-hmm. a special place in heaven, mm-hmm. but still, those people, even if it's the drive to work, if they could learn to take that time and listen to an audio book or, or maybe at lunch, just go off to you know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't have all the solutions for that. I just know that when I do take time for myself, even a little bit of time, mm-hmm. it seems to reboost me yeah and i'm able to get through the rest of the day i used to undervalue my time in the car so much Mm -hmm. and now i've realized especially because my love language is quality time i either can you know listen to music that i love or an audiobook or i've also found recently taking the time to call somebody Mm -hmm. i don't call people anymore because my children decide to scream every time i pick up the phone but in the car it's right. a different story. And then I can get my quality time in, even mm-hmm. if it's a 10 minute phone call. And so just kind of, I think it, it takes a lot of self-awareness though. And knowing what you that's need. That's it. That, right that's, there. You have to be self-aware and realize what you need yep. to recharge and reboot yourself. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Okay. So kind of along those same lines, talking about being self-aware, um, I think especially lately <laughs> there, there's been a lack of awareness and that has kind of led to a lot of fear and anxiety in people. There's always been struggles in humanity. I think it would take a long time to name all the hardships that humanity has survived. And I think that the point is of, you know, reminding ourselves of the struggles humanity has been through is looking at what got people through those times. So in light of everything that's been going on, I wanted to see if you wanted to talk a little bit about that and kind of, you know, how you get through hardships. Yeah. The Okay, so obviously we're talking about this whole coronavirus mm-hmm. thing. Um, how can we not? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Uh, <laughs> we are social, social distancing. distancing here. Um, okay, so I may get myself in trouble on this little piece. It's your podcast. Yeah. So I'm going to try not to be political. <laughs> First of all, I'm very passionate. I'm very passionate about this country. I'm very passionate about people relying on their common sense 
Mm, notice which I say common right. sense with a big old <laughs> exclamation point. I I believe that right now America is being led around like a bunch of sheep, a lot of us, that we're wanting someone just to, quote, tell us what to do mm-hmm. instead of using our common sense, okay, mm-hmm. and not buy into a lot of the media hype mm-hmm. and the fear because you got to think the more the more that the media plays into this the more the ratings go up mm-hmm. i mean honestly honestly mm-hmm. when things go bad th- they have to have something to talk about if everything mm-hmm. was kumbaya in the world the media wouldn't have a job yeah you know yeah. so it's it they they want turmoil kind of because that's why we watch tv yeah. you know but and I don't care what side of the lane you're on, what side of the aisle yeah. you're on, you know, left or right. I don't care. This this is across the board. Mm-hmm. I think that we are, especially with social media right yes. now, that if we read a meme or we read something, we take it for a gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, so-and-so said that the world's going to end in such and such year. And by God, that has to be right. You know, so they share it. Mm-hmm without researching mm-hmm. on their own, without, um, you know, using a little bit of common sense, mm-hmm. you know, they're just going to hit share. Yeah. And then that person's going to hit share and it's going to happen. And, and before you, before long, that little tidbit of unfactual truth is now causing truth. panic everywhere. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I want to know who the son of a gun was that says we're going to run out of toll paper. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, what of all things? Yeah. Toilet paper. Jeez. A toilet paper company going bankrupt. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just spike in sales. Exactly. And I know a lot of it is fear. And a yeah. lot of it is fear of the unknown. But I'm trying to get very, very treadly, very, you know, without getting really political here. Mm-hmm. But some of the things that are happening in this country, I believe are are stemmed from politics Stem, shame yes. on both sides yes. of the aisle shame on them yeah because right now just like when 9-11 happened look at when 9-11 happened look at what happened in our churches in our neighborhoods in our our local food banks in our just um volunteering mm-hmm. we came together as america okay the world wars Look mm-hmm. how, I mean, yeah, it tore the worlds apart. But when they came back, we came back stronger, you know, and I'm not going into history and all that. Yeah. But I'm saying we, we. I think the point is you you don't need to be looking to politics to tell you how to feel right. and how to get through it. You need to look at. Common sense. Yes. That common sense <clears throat> and realize that I, I think something that has been really encouraging for me is seeing how many people have come to to be there for each other mm-hmm. through all of this. And mm-hmm. it's it kind of restores some faith in humanity of, you know, there aren't people tearing. I mean, I'm not, obviously, it's not all honky-dory everywhere, but right. for the most part, you know, people aren't tearing each other down and, and trying to take advantage of But you of know, I and- do see that. I do see that it's gotten to become, it's gotten so political on this, in this, yes. in this, um, in, I guess, environment that if, if someone disagrees with you, mm-hmm. they take, somebody else may take it as, oh, well, you're not my friend anymore. Yes. Really? I see I just that disagree. on social media. That's what I'm saying. I, 
I'm seeing the coming together in our actual neighborhoods. Exactly. And seeing it where it actually matters. Whereas mm-hmm. the people hiding behind the screens on social media, right. yes, they are coming out of every nook mm-hmm. and cranny and tearing everybody apart right now. Right. But where it matters the most mm-hmm. in person. I agree. You're seeing I, a lot absolutely. of people coming together and being there for each other. I agree. And and that's a good thing because yeah. the world got really small when the internet was launched. Yeah. You know, because... Look how fast the news travels around this world now when something happens. Mm-hmm. Instantly. Mm-hmm. And you know that game we're used to play where you'd whisper in somebody's ear, then that Telephone. person would. Yeah. 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 Well, by the time it went through 15 kids and got back, yep. look how that story had been distorted. Yeah. And it's People happening. think that can't happen on the internet? It, it does. still does. It happens yeah. daily. And so that I guess that's where I want to get back and say that we need to use common sense. And before we repost something, we need to find out the facts. Mm-hmm. And don't find out the facts by watching your favorite political station. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go go get yeah. facts Do from actual other. Research. Yeah. yeah. Right. Don't be driven by fear. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, we talk about how pe- people are, are fueled by fear when yeah. they what? Don't prepare or they don't yeah. know. And that's what's happening right now because we don't know what this virus is. We right. really don't. The thing about it is, okay, so we know that this can be transferred through... People, mm-hmm. you know, okay, wash your hands. Yeah, don't go out in public if you're already sick. Yeah, or if you or you know you're subsec, you know, subsec, subjected to getting sick. You know, just it's like anything else. Just you know, use your common sense and let's listen to the professionals right now. Let's right. let's the professionals, the doctors that know, right. not the governors. Not of right. uh, people that aren't. Let's get aren't, some medical that, professionals that's right. talking to people. That's not, exactly uh, right. Not politicians. Yes. Anyway, I mean, I, I have to be really careful because I'm very passionate about this. I just it's difficult I, because when you start to kind of when people feel like you're starting to lean one way, they immediately are going to discount everything you say. And it's right. And it's like, hold on a minute. We're we're all humans. You know, we need to come together as human beings and not mm-hmm. allow silly little little things. Right. Right. We like politics, terrorists. We used apart. to have a sense of humor in this country, and we can't really yeah. voice that anymore. <laughs> but, um, but again, if you know me, it doesn't really bother me. <laughs> I get myself in trouble quite often. Um, but I do, I do pray for this country. I do. I pray for the people that are out there getting sick and and dying, and and it's not a joke to me. Um, and it really infuriates me when people are so stuck on one ideology that. You know, they just they overlook all that. Mm-hmm. I do worry about what's going on in this country, both economically, yeah, and our health. So, but anyway, that's just my view on the things. <laughs> and you're right, this is my podcast. I say what I say. <laughs> but anyway, so I guess it all comes down to don't be scared, move forward, and be creative. Right? There you go. It. I mean, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. I hope you like this podcast, guys. If you do, give me a thumbs up. Hit the bell for future notifications and leave me some feedback. Leave me some, maybe some topics. Um, You guys are getting so good at giving me feedback and I absolutely love it. Our team loves it because it fuels us for future podcasts. And um, y'all stay safe out there and wash your hands. (laughs) 